Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Look, life gets tough for everybody. And, uh, you know, the ups and downs can take a toll on your mental health. Um, Thankfully, BetterHelp is here. Um, A new sponsor of the ALN podcast. Available worldwide. And uh, it's available for you to, to reach out to somebody um, to, uh, to have some chats with about, about what you're going through. Um, you know, it's, it's like a, a weekly therapist that you can schedule and have through video and phone sessions. Also available on your desktop, mobile, web, Android, and iOS apps. You can send messages 24-7-365 to, uh, to get matched with a counselor who's right for you. Professional and affordable counseling. Um, because we all need it. You know what I'm saying? I just started uh, getting into therapy, and it's it's changing a lot of stuff for me. You must be 18 or older to join. We have a custom link for you, betterhelp.com slash aboutlastnight, um, and you sign up. It's proactive mental health. It's not a crisis line. Financial aid is available. The expertise in this network um, is uh, locally available in many areas, but regardless, if it's not close by for you, again, video uh, and phone sessions are available, and it's easy to change counselors if you're not uh, happy with the one that you get matched with. But I highly recommend it, and um, again, uh, betterhelp.com slash night. Find a professional and affordable counselor for you to uh, to just chat with and um, you know navigate through the, the tricky waters of life. Because it can get a little bumpy out there, as Mariah Carey once said. I don't know if she said that, but hey, it's even gotten bumpy for her. <laughs> Betterhelp.com slash about last night and, uh, and start uh, treating yourself to some, to some help, some mental help. We all need it. Hey guys, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. What a weekend I had in Seattle. I was at home. Bouncing around from uh, from Buffalo to Boston to Arizona, and now back in Seattle, and uh, heading back to LA tomorrow. And then I got a full week ahead, which uh, finishes off with a weekend at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey, for the first time. If you live in New Jersey or anywhere adjacent, New York, wherever, uh, please come out and see me at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey, Thursday through Saturday, October 11th through the 13th. Come out and see me, Stress Factory, New Jersey. Can't wait. Going to be a blast. First time playing that club. And, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of great things, and I'm, I'm very pumped. Uh, I'll be shooting a TV show after that for a few days out there in New Jersey, and then I uh, go on the Adam Devine tour starting October 19th. So check adamraycomedy.com and, uh, and just Google Adam Devine tour dates to see all the fun where we're having it. Brad, this weekend is in Erie, Pennsylvania at Junior's Last Laugh Thursday through uh, Saturday, October 11th through the 13th. Brad Williams, Junior's Laugh Laugh in Erie, Pennsylvania. Get your tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com. Aboutlastnightpodcast.com for all your past and present ALN apps and your ALN merch, beanies, shirts, sweats. Shopadamray.com for all your Adam Ray merch. I got a bunch of new shit up there. Uh, Quick fat shirts, hoodies, hats, shirts. Shopadamray.com for all your Adam Ray merch. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and rate the podcast. Give it a five-star rating. Email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. How you got at the pod. Uh, why you, will you love it? Where you listen to it? We'll, uh, we'll read some of those emails on air and give you some free merch if you get picked to be fan of the week. Um, a lot of great apps coming up. Thomas Lennon, Paul Feig, Brent Morin. Uh, so make sure you're subscribed because there's so many great apps on the way. Speaking of great apps, today's app is with the one and only Ben Bailey from Cash Cab. It's back on Discovery Channel. 
Ben is one of the best in the biz, uh, a great comic, a great dude, and a great host. And uh, man, this episode just has it all. All the laughs, all the uh, backstory, and all the fun that you would want in any classic Alien up. So enjoy the hell out of this one, and follow Ben on Twitter at RealBenBailey. Follow me at Adam Ray Comedy, at FunnyBrad, at Alien Podcast. Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram, Alien Podcast on Instagram. Real ben Bailey on Instagram, and uh, Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. And, uh, and shit, I think that's it. All right, American Vandal, still going. I'm in it, season two. Uh, She-Ra drops November 16th on uh, on Netflix. I'll be in that. And uh, I think that's it. Now that we've got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with a very funny Ben Bailey. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and Is he one of the guys from The Sopranos? <laughs> he looks See, he so looks like that yeah. that other dude that yeah. is. Yeah, but look, I know he's not. He yeah. looks like Big Pussy from The Sopranos. He looks like Big Pussy. Yeah, I love you, Johnny Cakes. <laughs> was that? <laughs> no, that was Sal. But I just this yeah. might be awful to admit in front of two uh, gentlemen who clearly are fans of that show. But uh, I have not seen an episode yet. You've never yeah. seen The Sopranos at all? Nothing? You know what? No, I saw... Um, the fuck? No, I saw one episode, but I don't know what season and what... <laughs> but look, I feel worse about that than I do... Um, uh, I was about to say, say yes to the dress. Uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> say yes to yeah. the dress. <laughs> yeah. That's on par with Game of Thrones, right? Twist, sure. Well, twist I mean, my arm. Yeah, I mean, it's got, I mean, it's got the same budget. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? Uh, I can't even talk I can't even talk shit to you about not seeing The Sopranos because I'm that guy that's never seen The Wire. And whenever I say that, oh, pe- I'm that guy people want to fight me. I'm the Wire guy, people, too. I've never seen it. Like, legit, like, they get... Like you could tell someone, oh yeah, you know, um, I'm I'm uh, banging your ex girlfriend. They'd be like, well, okay, They're like oh, whatever. Geez. Like, but then if you say, <laughs> and, and I also, haven't watched I've never the, seen wire. the Wire, yeah, <laughs> and also I've never seen the Wire. Hey, fuck you, man. There's more to this. You yeah, fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I thought we were. Cool. Who do you think you are? <laughs> I thought we were cool. I've had the same reaction. Yeah, yeah. and it, people and disbelief. Yeah, just, they're like, uh, yes, you have. I'm like, no, no, because I, I I think I'd remember. <laughs> yeah. like, it's the greatest show of all time. Like I'm. Fully aware. Yeah. It's but, so many people have told me that, that now I'm not, like, I feel like I can't watch it. Right, because now... It, yeah, that does never live up, like, If, like, five minutes in, you don't have a raging erection going, this is the greatest show of all time. It's going to be... Dis- <laughs> By the way, that's how I watch all TV. All TV Just with yeah, naked, full hard on. That's how you change the channel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're, uh, like, I have that with uh, Braveheart, which I, I know, that's a big one to see. But You've never seen Braveheart? All right, now we're Boy, Look, I just got a TV. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> it's one thing if, you fuck my girlfriend, what? you son of a bitch. What if, this, what if the theme of this podcast was make Ben Bailey angry? And it was just like, like, remind, like tell him all these things you haven't seen. But I have seen Shanghai Nights twice in the theaters. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. See? And that's Lost the reaction. Lost another couple of points. <laughs> has, uh, that, I feel like that reaction has got to be consistent with Cash Cab, No. Oh, do you have? Do you have if like, you yeah. haven't seen it, yeah. uh, I don't hey, know. Fuck I, you, man. Or know what it is. For me personally, that's how I react. But I don't know if that's true for everyone. No, people like feel guilty if they don't know it. Like, 
if people yeah. are like, oh my God, you're the cash cab guy. And yeah. then there's one person who's like, what the fuck is that? They feel guilty. Yeah. I'm uh, like, I don't care. I don't expect everyone on <laughs> yeah, earth yeah, to yeah, know yeah. who I am or what I'm I did. I'm not keeping you know? a tally. Yeah. yeah. But I it, hold it against you. But it is one of those shows that, and you can probably speak to this more so, but as an, uh, an onlooker and an audience member of to just, you know, TV and film, like it seems like also seven seasons, right? The first run? Uh, t- yeah. That's Eight. Like, Eight the first time and then. That's bonkers. No, ten. Ten? Yeah, sorry. Holy ten shit. Seasons. Ten, ten seasons. Ten seasons. Of, of like 9,000 episodes a season. 40 episodes a season. 40 episodes in a season. And we've done two more since. That's we right. We came back last year. Right. That's I think the last one is on on Saturday. <laughs> of the last run. The last one of the newest run. Of the newest yeah, run. Yeah, but you yeah. can go on Discovery now. Yes, right? you can. And, yep. and, and then just, wa- and just watch Cash Cab there. And here's the thing about Cash Cab. In this world of like where every, uh, where every show has a has a message and a greater vibe and will make you feel things and will make you like where like because like there's certain shows where i have to block out like time in my schedule to watch it i can't right. casually watch better call saul right, i i right. have to sit there i have to focus i i, I have to watch the show cat and in the, this time of like crazy news that just makes you depressed cash cab is just one of those shows where you, where you can watch it and be happy and always feel good <laughs> right, right. and participate yeah, yeah. Oh, but also awesome. thanks man but also feel very it very good dumb. yeah you can also feel <laughs> i watched an yeah, episode I, I, last well, night i don't know shit dude, <laughs> dude and there's i have to assume that you they needed you to be like you know like intelligent enough to be able to i mean i don't know if there's spoiling anything but how much of that stuff do you, like i was watching one last night with a gal who won 850 she went for she doubled it with the video bonus right and uh I... That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Pavlov dog yeah, response. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, yeah. That's Tell what I say it. when the bell rings. Tell that him what correct. he's won, Johnny. <laughs> but she went. For, she the every question. Uh, you know, I was like, all right, at least the twenty-five dollar ones. I'll know. Like, I didn't even know those. But oh, it's man. like a Slumdog Millionaire. Thing, yes, dude, if you know it. You know it. If you don't, you don't. It's yeah. luck of the draw. How much of a say do you get in, and have you had in uh, in all the the episodes of of chiming well, in with questions? What and questions? Yeah, I, I have I have veto power. That's awesome. So, I'll be like, nah, I'm not asking that. <laughs> I'll be like, why not? So because uh, there's a movement going on. Yeah. I can't so, say, will you take your shirt off for this question? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. On the children's show Paw Patrol, which dog yeah. is wildly <laughs> voted as the sexiest? No, I'm not. No, I'm not asking I, that question. I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's obvious. <laughs> yeah, it's so obviously <laughs> sniffles. <Yeah. laughs> That's probably right. By the way, the same people that get upset you haven't seen The Wire uh, get upset that you haven't seen Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Not yeah. one. Yeah. Episode Episode of Paw Patrol. Sorry, it's not in my ninety-seven queue. seasons. It's been on. Wow, no, well, that's that. definitely I, not right. I have, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my nephew's going nuts because that's all he watches. Yeah. Uh, How uh, I want to uh, get back and talk a lot of cash cab, but I do want to know about growing up in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Wow, that's yep. the first time anyone has ever asked me that in an interview. Uh, For real? Yeah, that's Done. so fascinating to me because I've been to Kentucky once. And yeah. I, had a, I had a pleasant experience. Well, I, I don't want to disappoint, but I didn't actually grow up there. I was oh, born there. God. Born there. Okay. And right. I lived there for like a year. What was it like? All it was right. a pretty the, good year. Coming out of the womb know, in Kentucky. From my memory, it was, it was this pretty is, good. This has been Ben Bailey, everybody, because that's all we wanted. <laughs> I took a lot of naps. <laughs> just wanted Kentucky talk. Uh, that's wait, all we wanted. My year in Kentucky. <laughs> that's Eat, actually sleep, poop, repeat. <laughs> Shortest book ever. Starring Julia Roberts. <laughs> yeah. And I'd see it. Now I'm hooked. 
It's this is how movies get made, right? Eat, sequel to Eat, Pray, Love, Eat, Sleep, Poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the original title. Sure. It's a good Wait, one. so what did your, um, at what point did you move from there to New Jersey, right? Yeah, we moved, uh, well, I was born in Kentucky and then we, in Bowling Green, then we moved to Detroit. Okay. Rochester, Michigan. Nice. And then back to Kentucky. Uh, to Louisville, Kentucky. Yep. Oh, I don't know. I, ne- I, ne- I never say it correctly. No. How, however you're supposed to say it, I always think that's the wrong way, and then I say it the other way. They say Louisville. I can't, I can't even repeat that. <laughs> yeah, that's no, weird. Louisville? I live there. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I just Louisville. I, I just Welcome stutter. Louisville. <laughs> Some people are like, Louisville. There's an S there. Oh, yeah. There's an S there, you a-holes. Yeah, it's supposed to be Louisville. Louisville. <laughs> Louisville. Louisville. Those are fine. No. St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah, it's St. Louis, not St. Lul. St. Lou. <laughs> well, they say St. Lou. Or St. Lou or... Uh, the take Everybody the, has to abbreviate something. Take the yes out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just get rid of it. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not a dwarf. I'm a duel. <laughs> nice. You are now. Son of a bitch. <laughs> beware the dwarf. What's that from? Isn't that from Shakespeare's? Like, beware the dwarf. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Beware the Ides of March. Beware the dwarf. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Same book. But don't they leave the F off? In that? <laughs> leave off the last F for savings. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Beware, beware the dwarf. No, that was perfect. Beware the dwarf. Oh no, it's from fucking foul play. Oh shit. Beware the dwarf. (laughs) I should know that. It's a little bit less uh, respectable than (laughs) Shakespeare. (laughs) Foul play or or uh, yeah, it's foul play. I was gonna say, seems like old times was foul play. Uh, Now why? Now why was your family moving around that much? Uh, My dad changed jobs. He worked for General Motors. Okay, hence Detroit. Hence Detroit, and then he yeah. worked for General Electric. Hence, Louisville. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, and, and then he wanted to make cereals, so he worked for General Mills. Yeah. Nice, yeah. only generals. <laughs> One general, and, and now next. he's selling auto uh, auto insurance for the general. <laughs> yeah. He's just he got is, a theme. He's the spokesman for that. He's the guy in all the ads. That's my dad. <laughs> Three Rice Krispies for yeah. life, by the way. He's the guy talking to Shaq. That's unbelievable. That, that that's crazy. Did you like to move or did make it? Uh, I feel like there's sucked. always something that it did sucked. Moving sucked. Yeah, just being the new kid sucked. But that does that for? I feel like every comedian's got like something like that early on that kind of like either makes you that makes you. Uh, Empty inside. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. But also like... Tell us about your pain, Big Bailey. Forced to, uh, like, I don't know, um, either uh, go through something that where you're like uh, put in a position to be more social or the opposite. Yeah. But when yeah, you moved around, totally, yeah. you were just like, did you have an easy time like making new friends? And No. Yeah. No, no. Well, when I was younger, in the first couple of moves I did, it was fine. But then like when, I, when we moved to the final... Uh, to our final destination uh, <laughs> in central Jersey, I it was rough, man. Yeah. It was rough to be the new kid. Yeah. And I was like as big as the biggest kid. And oh, so everybody wow. was like, oh, you're going to have to... They Fight basically, for- <laughs> this is like this little white bread, very like kind of well-to-do town. Yeah. By the way, and they were the meanest out of all the kids anywhere. That I had to fight. I had to fight like the four biggest kids one after the other on the first day of school. Are you fucking? No, I was forced to do it. Yeah, by who? The principal? By like all the kids? Yeah, the principal. (laughs) Look, this is how it works. Where's the new kid? (laughs) (laughs) It's like Mad Max in the cafeteria. (laughs) Oh shit! Wait, so like, was it just the kids' logic of like, well, we have three other big guys? 
And you're a big I guy. Guess, for the, it was so like we got to play a, King of the Monsters and yeah. just see who the hell wins. Yeah, may, I mean, maybe it was just bad timing. Like, I showed up right after they had established who was the, <laughs> the head asshole, and then they made me fight for that title. What I they, tackled the biggest kid. He was he was actually, there's one kid who's way bigger than everybody, yeah. but he wasn't like the tough guy, popular kid. He was mm-hmm. like so big that he was he was an outcast himself. First, they made me like fight with him. They like goaded us into a fight. And I didn't want to, but he like he seemed into it. He, he was like, "Let's get this over with." <laughs> so I like jumped and tackled him, but yeah. like I jumped too far. Like I hooked around, my arm around his neck, mm-hmm. and I ended up pulling him down on top of me. And he landed on my knee, and then I it hurt my knee so badly that I couldn't get up. Oh, and then the bell rang for the first day of school, my new school, and everyone ran inside. And I was just sitting on the lawn; I couldn't get up. <laughs> I was just sitting there kind of crying. You know? Yeah, and then you got and like then, your first class and you are they're like, why are you late? Like, well, I had to fight a kid. I had to fight the <laughs> abominable snowman. <laughs> Fucking. No, here's what so happened. So it's going to take a little uh, bit of time. Yeah. The janitor came out. Of course. The janitor saw me out or he came to close up the doors and he saw me sitting on the grass and he yeah. came over and he said, what happened, buddy? And I said, I, I had to fight the biggest kid in school and I tackled him and he broke, I think I broke my knee. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. like a mess, right? Yeah, right. And he goes, he goes, you know what I'm going to do for you? I go, no, what are you going to do? He goes, you see that bell up in the tower? There's a bell tower over yeah. there. It's like an old-fashioned little schoolhouse. He goes, I'm going to go get that bell, and I'm going to take it down out of there. I'm going to bring it down here. I'm going to hold it over your head, and I'm going to hit it with a hammer as hard as I can. And I, I go, wait. I was waiting for something I, sweet. Like, I, I, you know be like, I just saw Back to the Future. We're going back in time to kick that guy's ass. <laughs> yeah. And I go, I go, why? <laughs> and he goes, so you'll forget all about the pain in your knee. <laughs> Like, All right, Jesus, dude! I've heard Who of like you. Yeah, I've heard he of like just helped me. He, he didn't do any of that. Yeah, thank God, because I've heard of like <laughs> he helped me into military school, huh? torture techniques where you do shit like that. But holy crap! He was trying to make a joke and distract me from the pain, but he really just scared the crap yeah, out of me. Like, like, dude, we like, don't have comedic sensibilities. Like, what is this place? You know, he, he wouldn't have known that it was my first day in right. a new school in a new town either. So I, you know, I don't know. It's always the janitor coming to the rescue in those new situations. I feel like when everyone clears out. The janitor always like starts mopping out of nowhere. Just like, right. like I almost like, like another way that, that could have gone was like you slowly looking up and a hand entering frame of just like give me your hand, right? And then he like takes you to the closet and you know, gives you weed and snacks and like I don't know. And then he's like, it's gonna anytime oh, you feel way better. Anytime you feel really happy. <laughs> weed anytime. and snacks. I mean, that's pretty much a good solution. For Welcome anything. to fourth grade. Son. Yeah. <laughs> You'll need this. <laughs> yeah, things can get rough. <laughs> Good shit, man. You're going to forget math, but you'll never be sad. <laughs> man. So then, like, did, were, were you able to recover from that initial Well, I, so I went down? to the, I had to go to the office. Uh, yeah. And, I, yeah, I was, my leg after a while was, was okay, but I still was kind of hobbling later on my way home, but I could walk. And, but I went to the office, and there was another, there were two other new kids there, because I guess all the new kids had to go to the office on the first day. Okay. I went because the jan- I didn't know where to go, and I yeah. f- fucked up my leg. And the other two kids were there because they were the new kids. Yeah. And one of them, uh, I, we, I got introduced to them. One of them was a girl, and our families became good friends, and it was like awesome. So nice. it was cool that we kind of bonded there. Yeah. The other one was this guy who we were friends too, but he, the funny part about that is that he was like, he goes, are you guys new kids too? And we were like, yeah. And he goes, oh, brother. And he like goes to put his head down. He's got a pencil in his hand. And he stabs himself <laughs> in the forehead, right in the middle of his forehead with, a, with his pencil. And he sits back up with a pencil sticking out of his forehead. And he goes, oh, my God. 
And he just goes pale and passes out. And the nurse has to come and they hold him away. I'm like, man, I thought I was having a bad first day. At least I didn't stab myself in the face Janitor with a fucking pencil. Janitor comes in, hits him with the bell. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he comes in. He uses yeah, forget about that pencil everything. real quick. Let me help you with that. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> that Jules. dude, when we graduated high school, you could still see the <laughs> lead, little piece of lead in his forehead. <laughs> Did he get a school with Lenny from Mice and Men? What the fuck is that? Did he get Why a nickname? Why did to pet him so hard? <laughs> <laughs> you have to get a nickname from that, right? Oh, uh, I mean. He could, his nickname was Stu. Oh, such a lost opportunity. His last name, yeah. I think. Could have been Leadhead. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Or, I mean, I, they're, they're, oh, God. Pencil I'm gonna, Popper. Or, I'm uh, going to really have a random reference here. There was an old wrestling manager called Classy Freddy Blassie, and he <laughs> would call people Pencil Neck Geeks. Right. Oh, I remember that guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank, thank, thank you. Pencil Neck Geeks. I'm yeah. not insane. Okay. No. Yeah. No, Adam's just like, yeah, that was probably a thing. Yeah, I remember maybe. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> there you go. Did he, did he was it, he friends with him? Uh, probably. George the Animal. Steel. Yeah. So like right. no 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 pencil related nicknames for the guy that stabbed no. himself with the head on the very no, first No, he day. like he was uh he's a super nice, very smart, talented guy but uh, yeah. a little bit nerdy and got pe- people picked on him, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, like when he you had start to take off, piano lessons. His mom came out and was like, "Time to tickle the ivories." Oh, there's there. another way to say that, mom. Yeah, and he was just it was like, and he was kind of known for that. And there, 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 so there's always like the mimic, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the mom's voice back to totally, him. Totally. Yeah. Have fun tickling the ivories. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when when parents make it that easy, it's like all you got to yeah. do is like. I feel bad mimic. for those kids because it's like yeah, man. It, it's hard. It's hard enough trying to fit in at, as it is. Then your mom or dad coming up going you forgot your ascot you know and you're like <laughs> yes, well yes. fuck now oh, i'm never thanks. yeah now i'm never gonna know anybody my yeah, mom helped it was me hard enough without that it pushed me over the edge <laughs> did your folks try to chime in with uh any of uh you know like when the when the fight went down did they give you advice or or try to i don't think they ever knew about it wow really yeah i never told anybody about it oh so until just, like, just now for real <laughs> no, I, no we've ta- I've talked about it with yeah, my friends yeah, yeah. And shit, but i never told my parents i never told them anything you know yeah oh, really yeah, that, that was sort of back in the day when it was just you didn't do that. You just sort of figured it out on your own. What happens in the playground stays in the playground. <laughs> yeah. It really does. For sure. Like, yeah. Because you don't want your, I think even at a young age, like you don't, you, you understand the ramifications of your folks making a call and getting involved and embarrassing you. Yeah, or it would just be worse. Because oh. the principals or nurses or whoever uh, is in charge has no uh, self-awareness of like the timing. Like they might bust in on a class full of kids and be like, Hey, your mom called and said, uh, Jimmy, stop hitting him. And you're like, God uh, damn it. Now, now it's like, well, yeah. well, Jimmy's going to stop, but now we're all going to hit you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody, while Jimmy watches and cheers, <laughs> everyone else is going to beat the crap out of you. Jimmy goes, not only am I going to beat you up, I'm going to fuck your mom for saying that. You're like, I think you're jumping to conclusions, man. Just beat yeah. me up. Uh, did did you, uh, were you like a funny kid in school? Like once you found your way? I was. I, that's where I figured out how to be funny first. You know, oh, nice. Was yeah. like trying to, find some some ground to stand on yeah. in the new schools yeah. like if i can make people laugh then they'll they'll like it you know yeah they'll like me i, I and it was easier to make the girls laugh oh really than mm-hmm. the dudes yeah well like, well like, you're all you're also you you were always the big kid so yeah, you were, I was one of the bigger kids. Yes, you're, you're but probably, I was a wimp, you know. Oh, really? At you're, that point in my life, yeah. yeah, I was totally. Although I did, I I, I did tackle the biggest kid in the school. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say day one that has to mean something, yeah. right? I always thought I was kind of a wuss. As yeah, a kid. But uh, yeah. Then when I got older, I like. I don't have any stories like that. I've got like yeah. stories like yeah, I I. I 
tackled a pug one time. <laughs> that's like that's like my equivalent. That's like brave. Oh man, that took it was out a this big pug. pug. It was a big pug. <laughs> Must have been mixed with another pug. I don't know. Wait, what huge. would you say to these uh, gals that would um, that was so different from like the dude's sensibility? Oh, I would just like fuck with the teacher, like. If we had a substitute teacher, yeah, dude, I loved that. I would like there. We had these rugs that were. This is in, in fourth grade, same school. Uh, we there were these rugs in the closet that were mm. shaped like feet. <laughs> All right, they were like maybe three or four feet long, but they looked like a big footprint. All right, so I would take them out of the closet and put them around the room, and then the, the teacher would come back and be like, "Who keeps putting these? <laughs> Why are these rugs on the floor?" <laughs> She'd roll them up and put them away, and then she'd go back to her desk, and I would sneak out and put the fucking foot rugs back out. And I was just because cr- I was making these girls, this whole yeah. table of girls, laugh hysterically. So I just oh, kept man. doing it. So you could recognize early on, you're like, all right, I'm feeding some sort of like. Well, I was like, I here. like this. Yeah. yeah. This feels good. They're laughing, and that makes me feel right. good. Yeah. Know? And the yeah. girls. Yeah. <laughs> well, the teachers never found it funny, though. Oh, well, they, they kicked me out. That, that, that one eventually was like. Oh, I wonder who it is. And she finally, after the third time, she stuck around. She went back to the desk, but circled back, and I was like already stupidly putting a rug out. And she was like, "Mr. Bailey." Yeah, yeah. He yanked me right out of the class. Were you a good student? Uh, no. Yeah. No. Not really. No. I, I, I maybe could have been if mm-hmm. I had had any interest in being a good student at all. But so I, you kind of knew early on, you're like, all right, this is like... I got to do something else. I just wanted to be funny. I just wanted to entertain everybody. I, and d- were I you even aware... about what they wanted me to learn. You know? Yeah. yeah. Were I was you, like, I'll learn all that shit yeah. anyway. I don't know. Yeah. Were you aware that stand-up comedy was even a thing? Were you like... Not at all, no. No, you, you just like being funny for people. I just liked being funny because it worked for me. It got, yeah. me, got me out of trouble if I was going to like get into a fight with somebody or something that got me out, sometimes got me out of that mm-hmm. got me attention from girls yeah and it got uh it made things better at home like okay. when everyone was screaming and fighting at the dinner table if i could make everyone laugh then we could all like breathe for a minute dang do you, do you, do you have a lot of siblings one sister one sister yeah okay so yeah when so when stuff's happening at the dinner table you're the guy that comes in with the zinger and then go yeah. oh okay yeah now, now, now daddy's not yelling at mommy anymore yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a very comic thing to do, right? Like just to control, take control of the room. Try to be and, the comic relief. Yeah, try mm-hmm. to steer it into a good way. Now, wh- where, when was your first exposure to stand-up comedy? Uh, I was here in L.A. Actually, no shit. Yeah, I, I moved out here to get into uh, film. I've always been a movie guy. I love movies. Nice. It's all I ever wanted to do. You know, favorites. My, yeah. My top dad three. brought home uh, a video camera when mm-hmm. I was like thirteen, and I just owned it. And just yeah. started making films. You know? Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Were, yeah, were, yeah, were you making like, uh, were, you, were you trying to make comedies? Were you trying to just Yeah, they do... were funny. They were supposed yeah. to be funny. There's one where my friends and I, when, when I was like 16, uh, we my my parents were away and we like used my dad's office. He had an office in the basement. Mm-hmm. Great. He was a computer programmer. And uh, so we had all these computers all over the place. Yeah, the set. We had a set. <laughs> yeah. So it was yeah. that was the bridge of the Enterprise. And oh, we were just, we did a Star Trek parody. Oh my god! And we had to like beam down to Earth to get beer. We ran out of beer. <laughs> It was it was really fun. You know? Why like, is I, this? I loved it. This that's, sounds like a Seth Rogen movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. My dad says he erased it, and, oh. and that I would have been in much more trouble if it didn't make him laugh so much. Ah, oh, there you go. But I don't so believe. He I think he still you, has it. Yeah. Yeah. I go. You erased that. I'm still. If he, you know, I don't believe he did. But it, it's. Pro- I'm yeah, furious I mean, with him if he did. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. Because just because, and that's a good. That's a good message to you, and uh, and also a good message to comics that are just. 
Like, like, well, what could I get away with? Anything, as long as you're funny. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you were in your dad's yeah, office, which I'm sure My you weren't allowed to be. My friends 15, we weren't even yeah. supposed to be in there. We were yeah. sitting there on his desk drinking beer, like, <laughs> dressed like Star Trek <laughs> cast. You know, we had turtlenecks with the little V on them. And like, yeah. It was pretty good, man. It was pretty funny. Are those buddies, because uh, I always feel that everyone, it's, like, essential to have when you're growing up and just doing that type of stuff, having friends that are, like... You know, um, whether they continue with it or not, but like make you laugh or that you even see in your eyes they're like funnier than you at that time just to like kind of build some sort of relationship with comedy, right? Are those guys still in it that you would fuck around with and make movies? Those guys, no, those guys are all doing other stuff. Yeah. But they were like, I was the mastermind. Like, I, oh, okay, I was cool. just telling them what to do, basically. <laughs> and they were like, I guess this is more fun than just sitting yeah, yeah. drinking. <laughs> you know? <laughs> now we're sitting drinking, but we're wearing funny outfits. A couple yeah. of them got into it and we yeah. had fun with it, but yeah. never wanted yeah. to pursue. Someone's trying to do a, yeah, someone's trying to do a Shatner impression. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was me. I was the cat. I was Kirk. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then we had a guy who was who was very Spock-like. We just like scotch taped his <laughs> eyebrows. Or his, no, You're already very taped scotchy. his ears to yeah. his head. Yeah, I think <laughs> if I remember. Right. Congratulations, you you get to use Spock. All right, all right. Now we have to tape your thing. <laughs> like, tape your, tape your eyes back. <laughs> Pull your uh, yeah. yeah. God yeah. God forbid the one that decided to be a Klingon. What, <laughs> what were the movies that uh, got you into? Um, uh, the business that you said you were a big movie guy that I that I liked yeah first like movies yeah. that I like I don't oh man there's so many I yeah. like I that was movies were always my escape mm-hmm. like I would my family would all go to bed and then I would get up again and go downstairs and watch TV after everybody's in bed yeah me too and I would just watch movies all night long so wow. like I watched thousands of movies through how many do you think you did in like one sitting before like until the sun came up I would stay up until I thought someone else was gonna get up right. And then I would wow. like run upstairs and go to bed. Oh my god! And then my mom would come in and be like, "Get up! It's time to go to school." I said, "Bad, he already dressed." Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's crazy. Why do you have such a hard time getting out of bed every day? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, because I was <laughs> watching, watching the Godfather again until yeah. five in the morning. You know, wow. I would just watch anything at that. You know, at that age, it was. Yeah, I was That's fascinated so awesome. by yeah. all of it. You know, and then did you think like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do? I'm going to make films. Yeah. I, I, but I, I never thought about it that much. Like, I was, I didn't have a plan. Yeah. I, like, people were like, what do you want to do when you get older? And I would say, have fun. <laughs> well, you know, mission accomplished. Like, what do you want to be? Yeah. And yeah. I'd say, happy. Okay. And they'd be like, all right, this is a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> he this wants to be happy. Strange kids. Yeah, You're not yeah. supposed to be happy. You're supposed to get a job you hate. Yeah, go totally. go there for eight hours a day. Be miserable. Come Settle with a family. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. And hate that too. You're supposed to just be miserable, but be make miserable a living. all the time. Yeah. yeah. You're like, no. Nah, put food on the table. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. So, so then when you so when you decide to come out to LA, do you like go to your family and just be like, I'm moving to Los Angeles? Or do you just go? No, I just left. You just went. I broke up with a girl. Yeah. For like the fifth time in a week. <laughs> Same girl, you know. It was back and forth, back and of forth. Of course. Sure. And I said, fuck this. I'm getting out of here. And I, I literally threw some shit in a backpack and mm-hmm. drove to Newark Airport. No way. At like four in the morning, wrote, yeah. a, wrote a bad check to Continental Airlines. <laughs> I used you- to joke that my check put them under because they went bankrupt. <laughs> Like two weeks later, the whole airline went bankrupt. No I was like, that was shit. my $440 that took them out. That's good. That's going to be an interesting cash cab question one time. Like, who who was the man who bankrupted Continental, <laughs> Continental Airlines? <laughs> Surprise, me. Yeah, the driver. That yeah. was back in the days when you could just write a bad check. Yeah. And they were just kind of fucked. Yeah. That's know? great. That's See, that's I'm insane that you could, like, 
like I don't it got I'm me the ticket got me on the plane you just walk up to a plane and be like here here's a piece of paper that says maybe I'll pay you back yeah and then they're like alright they're like okay hop on the plane I got on the plane it was five in the morning I started to sober up while I was on the plane <laughs> I started to panic yeah like what am I doing I'm on a, I'm on a plane to Los Angeles I don't even know where I'm gonna go when I get off the plane on the other end Jeez. I started panic. I started yeah. to close my eyes and try to imagine it was all a dream and that I might wake <laughs> up. That's how panicked I was. Oh, wow. That I might be able to close my eyes and wake up in my bed. Yeah. And uh, I'm sitting there praying for a chance to get off the plane. Uh-huh. Please, God, give me one. Just give me a chance to get off this plane and I'll figure out my life. You know? Yeah. While I'm in the middle of that, this uh, Japanese guy, like two, three rows ahead of me, Mm-hmm. jumps up out of his seat we're taxiing we're getting ready to take off yeah jumps up pops his seatbelt off jumps up out of his seat and runs towards the front of the p- front of the plane screaming what in Japanese plane stops yeah we, they find someone to interpret what the guy's saying uh, while they're figuring out what's going on with this guy all this plane has now stopped a passenger jumped up and sure. ran along you know so we're stopped and all the emergency gear is sent out all the trucks and everything yeah and uh Here's my chance, man. This, this. I'm praying for a chance to get off the plane. And you're, and you're just sitting there going, God, where is my sign? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Like the joke. I sent you a fucking boat. Yeah. <laughs> and a, you know, but so, no, I'm just watching it all going, yeah. this actually, I might actually get what I was just asking for here. Yeah. And so the guy comes over. He says, uh, nothing to worry about, the, but the, the gentleman who jumped up and ran toward the front of the plane mm-hmm. has uh, left his wallet in the men's room in the terminal that has a lot of cash in it. So yeah. he's obviously he's panicking, freaking out. Sure. So we're going to let him off the plane. Mm-hmm. And he said, I swear to God, the pilot actually says, if there's anyone else who uh, wants to get off this plane, now's your chance. <laughs> oh, my God. And, uh, and, and I, Wink, I, wink, Ben uh, Bailey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I stayed on the plane. By the way, the guy that wrote us a bad what? check in 17B, <laughs> yeah, especially maybe you, you. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Especially you that yeah. wrote the bad check, you asshole. We already looked you You're up. not fooling anybody. <laughs> wow, and then you stayed on the plane. So it, it, yeah, it's yeah, I insane. got the chance to leave, and I... And I some, something kept me there. Wow. What, what just... Uh, I mean, you must have had a flash of something that... I just saw. I, I don't know, man. I, I guess I remembered why I was on the plane to begin with. Yeah, and like I just, I had this feeling like I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything real. You need a yeah. change of scenery. I, yeah, well, I just needed a. I was looking for something. Yeah, I don't know what the mm-hmm. fuck I wanted to do. I was, you know, I was twenty two years old. And then, you, and, and then you land at L.A. Where do you go? Well, what do you f- call first. I there's a, I had a layover in Denver. Oh, okay, so I land in Denver. And I'm still panicked and wondering what the fuck I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember that I got a buddy who lives out here. Mm-hmm. And I think I have his number in a little box in my bedroom. <laughs> which so, is not in Denver. Which is not at the airport in Denver. <laughs> yeah. So I have to call my house, my parents' yeah. house. And I call and my dad picks up. It's, you know, it's like, it's like 6.30 in the morning. He would never be up at that hour. Yeah. He rolls over and goes, hello. I go, hey, dad, I'm in Denver. And he goes... <laughs> He goes, Denville, which is, a, which is a town like 20 minutes from where we live. He goes, what are you, drunk? You need a ride home? Yeah. And I go, no, Dad, Denver. And he goes, Colorado? <laughs> and I go, yeah. No, Spain. And Denver, goes, Spain. Yeah, Denver, Spain, Dad. And he goes, I don't even want to know. Oh, what do you want? 
Mm-hmm. He's fed up with me by then, and yeah. rightly so. How old are you at this point? 22. 22. Okay. And uh, I said, I just need you to get a phone number for my buddy Patch. It's in this box. I tell him where it is. He comes back. He gives me the number. Mm-hmm. I call my friend. He goes, dude. He goes, I got to work for a few hours, so you're going to have to wait for me. But I, I haven't talked to this guy in like eight years, or like since we were in high school together. Wow. So, okay. Uh, he goes, I'll pick you up, though, and then we're, I'm going down to Laguna Beach. My friends have this amazing house down there. And uh, they're having a big party tomorrow night. So, so like, where my parents would have hoped everything just f- fell apart for me. Right. I just, like, stumbled into this awesome house with a view of the Atlantic and, like, a, a keg party and all yeah. these dudes, like, my own age and a, guy, a bunch of guys that are still my friends now. But Amazing. Through that trip, I ended up then, like, getting my own place up here in L.A. Mm-hmm. and uh, stumbling into a job answering the phones at the store. Oh, no shit. Oh, yeah, I did that many stores. Years. Oh, did you really? Yeah. In the in the uh, no, upstairs, the upstairs, the green room with yeah. the palm trees yeah. on the wall and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, not, like, were you looking to work at the store to get into comedy, or do you just need no, a job? I just needed a job. I came wow. out of uh, the Riot Hyatt next oh, yeah. door that yep. used to be the Riot Hyatt. And mm-hmm. uh, real quick, when you laid over in Denver, were there any other signs? Like, did an Italian guy get dragged <laughs> off? And he's like, I left my wallet in there. There's so much cash and spaghetti in there. You know, now like, it's your chance. Yeah. <laughs> I go home now. <laughs> he says that before he runs off the plane. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I, no, I didn't. I, I had no inklings of getting into comedy. Yeah. I just needed a fucking job and I and, needed it bad. And you're just answering the phones at the comedy store. Because I had been out here for over a month already. And, okay. I, and what I had saved up was gone and mm-hmm. I was broke. And uh, I came out of the hotel and there were some guys standing in front of the. Um, I came out of an interview at the hotel. Oh, nice. I, did, I didn't get the job. <laughs> I had this amazing experience at like the nicest hotel in New Jersey, the Hilton at Short Hills. No one in LA gave a shit about that. It didn't didn't mean anything. They're just right. like, yeah, okay, whatever. It's like, yeah, we we got the fourth lead from Law and Order, who also needs money. So <laughs> yeah, he needs a job. He needs a job. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be our bellman. <laughs> so, but so I ended up uh, just shooting the shit with some guys in front of the store, mm-hmm. uh, and this guy was like, "You well, you have a decent voice. Do you want to? We need a guy to answer the phones. You want to answer the phones here?" And I said, "Yeah." Sure, man. What is this place? <laughs> no clue. No clue. It's yeah. the weirdest wow. looking like building I've ever seen. Comedy yeah, yeah. store? Do you, what, you Completely buy, buy black. comedy here? What do you do? <laughs> yeah, with, with white <laughs> yeah. names yeah. all over it. I was just like, what is this place? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so then I got the job there. I worked there four nights a week. Did you meet mm-hmm. Mitzi? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she fired me like 80 times. <laughs> She's coming. <laughs> she right. There was a time, I feel badly joking about it. There's a time when she would walk around and she would just kind of fire everyone. Yeah, sure. You're fired. You don't work here anymore. Don't oh come back tomorrow. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and then, then Paulie and this guy, Mike Becker, that yeah. was the manager back then, came, mm-hmm. would, would follow her around and say, don't, don't come back. Don't, <laughs> please, we need you to stay. Yeah. We're going to need you tomorrow. She's firing everyone. Don't, don't leave. You know? So obviously you're working there and, and just being around it, then you probably started to go to sh- shows. and I went to a show. Uh, they would give you drink tickets yeah. mm-hmm. to pad the crowd, you know, pad yeah. the audience. And it was necessary back then. Mm-hmm. It there was it was yeah well, yeah well, what year is going. this this is ninety three ninety three okay so yeah. so the boom has just passed yeah so yeah the boom is over and yeah. the clubs are kind of like what are we going to do now got it so they're struggling to get people in so mm-hmm. everybody that works there gets a couple of drink tickets so I would like save mine up yeah and then have a big night you know because I had no money so. yeah yeah right <laughs> <laughs> but so to get them you would you'd have to get your drink ticket and then go and sit and watch the show for a little bit mm-hmm. who are you watching. 
Uh, the first guy I saw was Jeff Altman. Wow. Okay. With his pants pulled up. Yeah. yeah. He was doing that. It was like a gym teacher or something. That was pretty fucking funny. But I was like, after a while, I was like, maybe I could, maybe I could do that. No kidding. You, know? you start maybe. to have like flashbacks of making people laugh and just. I never put it together. I just was like, I was like, man, I think maybe I could do that. Yeah. You know. And then so the story. The, the story I've shared with you guys so far about coming out here is only like part of it. There's there's all this huge kind of crazy shit that's attached to it on both ends. Like, oh for real? The girlfriend had I found out that she had another boyfriend and like, whoa, he lived out here. And the house that my other friend took me to was his fucking house. Shut the fuck yeah, up! Yeah, yeah. Jesus, it's, it's, it's crazy story. And wow. So I, I ended up telling that story after mm. a couple of drinks in the green room. Yeah. At the store, and they thought I was a comedian. <laughs> Uh, they were like, how long have you been doing comedy? And I was like... Uh, uh, for, for the last two and yeah. a half minutes? <laughs> I, I said, I just started. <laughs> and then this guy, Skip E. Lode, you guys know about... Have you this heard, really he, familiar. heard yeah. of him? He used to have a uh, a cable access talk show here in L.A. that he hosted on a bus bench <laughs> because he had paid to have an ad for the show yeah. as the back of the bus bench. So then he would shoot the show in That's front amazing. of the ad. The Skip E. Low show. Oh, my God. And he was like, you're funny. I think you should come and do my show. <laughs> and I'd be, like, I'd be like, okay. You know, so yeah. I'd do his sh- I did his show like two, three Saturdays in a row. And it became more than clear that Skippy was not interested in my humor. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, why don't you come over and watch a football game with me? Oh, uh, okay. Like, I don't I don't think so, Skippy. No, Thank yeah. you. You know. Why don't but, you rub this oil all up yeah. and down your body? <laughs> come over and take everything off. <laughs> I'm doing it. It's uh, not weird. Yeah. (laughs) He would always name these other guys like, oh, this guy comes over and that. And they were always like sons of famous actors. Wow. You know, he comes over all the time. You know, I'm like, I'm not him. Yeah. (laughs) Darren Norris, Chuck Norris's kid. He's been here all the time. We watch movies together (laughs) naked. We hold hands. Yeah. But Skippy Lowe is this hilarious character because he, uh, as it turns out, uh, I didn't know this, but. I was lucky enough to get to know Jay Thomas mm, okay. a little bit yeah, before dude. he Legend. before he died, and because uh, I did his radio show, and then he did my podcast, That's whatever. Awesome. Skippy Lowe is the guy who put him on stage for the first time, also. No kidding. And he told me that Skippy Lowe uh, was the inspiration for Jiminy Glick. Oh wow! And I was I like, totally "Holy shit! How did I never see it? He's like exactly <laughs> like a man." That, oh by, that by the way, that's some of the. I think that's some of the funniest shit anyone has ever done. Oh, Marshall, oh, Jimmy hands Glick. down. It's, oh it's, my god! I was dude. so shocked that it didn't turn into a mass hysteria <laughs> like, of 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 um appreciate. Like, I, I, yeah, it, it feels like a cult thing, and I'm so like, how does not funny, everybody man. get on board with that? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's and as far as an interview thing. show goes, like it's something you want, like something that's different and yeah. still like no giving you all the. Is. Conversation, yeah. So funny. The most <laughs> awkward questions. He yeah. just hit some straight face, you know. <laughs> wow, no real segues. Skippy Low. Well, now everyone go Google Skippy Low. Skippy Low, yeah. yeah. And then you're gonna the figure Skippy that out. Skippy Low show. And then, and then, like, are are you going up during this time? Are you like doing time on stage? Are you doing the open mics? Like, I what? was getting. They were giving me time in the belly room, mm-hmm. and uh, Mitzi was still auditioning people. Okay. So if you signed up and you. You know, uh, I can't remember the guy's name who was like the talent guy then. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you kind of got his okay, then you could audition for her. Okay. And uh, I, about a, maybe three months after I first went on stage, I, uh, or maybe it was a little bit more, I, don't, I can't remember now, but it, 
wasn't very long. I, I was broke. I was like, yeah. I figured out what I want to do. I want to be a comedian, and uh, I'm out of money, so I think I'm going to go home and pursue it in New York. Mm-hmm. Because everybody here was, at that time, was saying, if you want to pursue stand-up, that's where you should be at right. this time is in New York anyway. So I was like, well, I'm fucking broke, so I'm going home. Mm-hmm. But I got an audition for Mitzi uh, for like the day before I was moving home. It's always like that, right? And, mm-hmm. I, and she passed me. Jeez. I su- successfully auditioned for Mitzi at, at, in the OR. That's the amazing. first time I ever was on the stage there from doing the belly room like maybe eight times or something. Somehow she passed me, but I, I didn't really understand how uh, important that was and mm-hmm. what that meant that I like had a club I could work out at. Yeah. So I went home anyway, not really getting it. If I knew what I knew later. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's incorrect. I, I might have, I might, yeah, I might have stayed here, you know, yeah. I've been like, holy shit, I can work out at the store. I should stay here, but. Wow. And, and then, so then you go back to New York and you start like, do you go to the clubs and you go like, Hey, I'm past the store. Can I yeah. get time here? Uh, no, it didn't, no. Even, it didn't even occur to me that that might, <laughs> that that might where were you, Brad? Yeah. yeah. You could have helped me a lot. <laughs> where were you when I needed you? But no, I found a place. It was the old Boston, Boston comedy. Oh yeah. Club in New York. Oh, the first that's place right. I went. Barry Katz's yeah. club. <laughs> yeah, man. So you worked for me. I remember that you were hilarious. <laughs> Lineups were stacked. Ben Bailey is on my Mount Rushmore of cab quiz show hosts <laughs> him and Danny DeVito <laughs> I don't know why uh, well, I was crazy what was uh, Barry Katz so that yeah, became your right. home club yeah no no well I mean kinda but mm-hmm. at that time um, the seller of course was already yeah. around the corner yeah yeah and uh, you could audition for the seller mm-hmm. Mike Royce was a guy who ran the late yeah. night at that time at the comedy seller Somebody told me about it, so after maybe a month of doing shows at the Boston, mm-hmm. I ventured over to the cellar and told Mike I wanted to audition for him, and he set up a time. I did like a seven-minute set, and then I got in at the at the comedy cellar. You 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 realize that that's n- not everyone's story, right? Yes, like, I do. Not yeah. not everyone gets to audition and get into the cellar the first time, yeah. or audition for Mitzi and get into the store the first time. Like yeah. that's pretty insane. And from what it sounds like. You hadn't been doing comedy like four years, and then you did like it was pretty Months. quick. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Very, it was very quick. Yeah. Wow. What like what, where did you draw your comedic inspiration? Like, what was your voice? What were you talking about? I was just talking. To, I was just writing about any same as I still do, writing mm-hmm. about anything that strikes me as funny. Yeah, and let it just be random, you know. Yeah, and I never talk about myself or my life mm-hmm. or like my feelings or <laughs> I never talk about any of that stuff and that's what like managers and agents are always like yeah you need to you need to talk more about you you know like I, I'm, right, I like to write about birds and, <laughs> you know, I just write about weird stuff and well, I was hacky in the beginning of you know of I, course, but I think I think everybody everybody is. Yeah, is. I yeah. Think so. I yeah. think so it feels like you're coming up with something brilliant and original but yeah and then you you're like fuck 10,000 people already did this yeah <laughs> oh there's another Jiminy Glick <laughs> <laughs> damn it that's and then and then how long are you uh, doing the clubs and stuff around New York before you get the you get the cash cab audition? Uh, twelve years. Twelve years, something like that. Wow! I had just it took me ten. I got in the door right away, but it took mm-hmm. me ten years to get to where I was 
one of the regular the weekend regulars that was yeah working Friday and Saturday at all the clubs. I want people to, yeah I want people to realize that that you're you pass it all the clubs and everyone's like all right here here you go here's yeah. your career here's your break yeah exactly. and then it takes twelve more yeah totally man yeah it's like so I'm in but that doesn't mean anybody gives yeah, a shit I, 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 yeah <laughs> you know? I was doing a show in, in uh, New Brunswick New Jersey this past this past weekend and a guy came stress up to factory me, yep and uh and a guy came up to me after the show and was just like hey uh, I've been doing comedy like two months man and like how do you get on like uh how do you how do you, how do you get on fallon and colbert and stuff i'm like two months I'm like well when you find out fucking tell me because yeah. let me know dude yeah i don't know they're not knocking my door now no, and that guy and that guy was ted dancing it, it was now, since then he has quit stand-up but uh it was jeremy Piven. Yeah. How do you get on uh <laughs> Is it stress factor doing this two months? Yeah. Was that your home club? No. No, the cellar. When, when you, the cellar was my home but club. But I mean stress factory as far as like when you go, do you feel it's got um just you know like back it, in New Jersey? Yeah. Like yeah, hometown ties. I mean I okay. I always have a good time there. Yeah. I yeah. just did his new one in um so did I, yeah. Bridgeport. Bridgeport, Connecticut. Yeah. A lot of there, you think you see some big homes out here in Beverly Hills? <laughs> oh yeah, holy they're huge. shit! They're estates. Yeah, they're, they're like when sick. they have the driveway that goes up to the home that's on top this of the driveway hill. is yeah. made of Reese's Pieces. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. fucking like nuts. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking Reese's Pieces driveways. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this guy's got everything. And then I, uh, yeah, and then I'm doing you know shows. Driveways made of candy. <laughs> Did you know that? Sorry. By the way, that is the new Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, but it's hosted by a super New York guy. Tony Danza. (laughs) Yeah. Look, every home, (laughs) it comes with a a garage, but what a garage needs is graham cracker crust. (laughs) R.I.P. Robin Leach. Yeah. (laughs) He just died. Oh, did he really? Robin Leach died. Jesus, man. We're trying to keep this podcast light. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. (laughs) Wait, let's hear Robin Leach. (laughs) Yeah, go for it. I just know it's an impression of someone's impression of him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was on SNL, right? I'm like, I'm Robin Lynch. Uh, yeah. I'm <laughs> yelling and I don't know why. <laughs> Karen Maroon did it. I yeah. need to tell you how expensive this rug and doorbell combo is. <laughs> yeah. What a huge fucking house. <laughs> J-Lo lives in a house but sleeps in a hot air balloon. And walks on a water slide. While her ass cheese. remains in the house. Yeah. It's unbelievable. How dare you. Fucking great. Uh, it, like... So when what were you auditioning for in New York yeah. when you're doing st- like once you start to get comfortable on stage obviously you're probably getting recognized for like, more opportunities are coming your way now right for yeah yeah, yeah. I got offered a gig to headline uh, a chance to headline a show at some comedy night in Brooklyn and I was like this guy doesn't know I I have like eleven minutes of <laughs> <laughs> but I had to take it because yeah. it paid like you know four hundred bucks which was oh, a it's... lot of money to me then yes. yeah. So I hacked it up a little bit. I, sure, well, and I just had to like Im- improv and like always say yes. Told some joke jokes, you know. Just to <laughs> a guy get walks through. Bar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, more or less. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and we we've all done some version of that at some point in your career where so, where someone says, "Hey, uh, they want you. They want to give you this part, but can you ice skate?" And you're like, "Yeah." Oh yeah, man. I guess I gotta learn how to Are ice skate now. Me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, normally, I would have my skates on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you yeah. caught me at a rare yeah, moment I just, when I I'm not ice skating. Park. And then, <laughs> yeah. Tanya Harding's my cousin. <laughs> my sneakers today. It's so weird. The one day someone asked me about ice skating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like it's like when you're bullshitting a girl. Yeah. 
You know, she's yeah. like, "Are you into scuba?" You're like, "Yeah, I'm certified." Oh, are you I kidding go? me? I just got my my goggle mask. Yeah. Scuba, scuba, <laughs> scuba. You say it twice. Contained underwater breathing apparatus. <laughs> By the way, scuba scuba means you have no clue about it. If that's how, if that's how you respond, what do you mean, scuba scuba. <laughs> She's like, like, like underwater scuba, like scuba the su- the subway sandwich sandwich. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking nuts. Wait, so then so then Cash Cab comes along at uh, at what at what point? Did you hear about it and then you try to? I had an audition for it, but I was out here actually again. I was oh, doing, nice. Uh, I was doing a show in Ramona. California, which I is mean, like off uh, in the mountains. That's the that's the hotbed of entertainment. It I, is. I, I've I been mean, saying it for years. That's what people dream about. <laughs> Hollywood and then Ramona. <laughs> they have a sign on the hill yeah. just like it says Ramona Land. It says we were here first. <laughs> <laughs> but so it was actually a pretty fun gig at this theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a buddy of mine was playing. He was a drummer in this band called The Samples. Okay. They were playing at a bigger venue like four miles away. So. Anybody that I knew that we knew that we grew up with back east that lived out here came to my show, and then we all went to his show. Okay, and cool. surprised him. But so mm-hmm. then I, I had a red eye flight back after that because I had an audition for right. this ridiculous idea, a game show in a taxi. I had to be back in New York the next morning, which for I'm it. sure you read. And we, now, when you read it, do you do you go fuck yeah, that's me, or do you go all right? I was like, this is stupid man this is re- <laughs> this is a stupid idea i thought yeah. it was a bad idea mm-hmm. i thought it was a ridiculous idea sure. i think it seemed like a ridiculous idea to most people at that time yeah i know that other people came into the audition and looked at it and said fuck this and left wow other comics that i know yeah wow at Dang. least two yeah but i almost didn't come back because my buddy was like we got a the band got a house on the beach and we have it for a week and you're like well, and we got a room you could just come yeah. and hang you know but i wasn't partying or drinking at the time Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I said no. I wow. said, that's, thanks, dude, but I'm not going to come party with you guys. I'm you know, yeah. trying to focus up. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to focus on work and everything. And I so I got on the red eye and I flew back and I went straight to the audition for Cash Cab. Wow. And <laughs> that's insane. What was it like? It was just like, you ever, uh, I don't know what sports you guys are into. Like All of them. All of them. But I mean, baseball, basketball, football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever, you know when you have a day where everything just works? Yeah, yeah, and you're like, how the how is this happening? Yeah, yeah. That's what my first cash cab audition was like. Even things that went wrong turned into things that went well. Like it just it just fit. It just fucking you were just locked in. It just worked, dude. I don't even know what I did, but the the casting director and the Mm -hmm. people from the production company were fucking dying laughing. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that it just kind of worked, you know? Like that's amazing. Just fit in. You walked out feeling it. I walked out thinking. Calm down, you idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You know how these things go. Yes. Right. You've been doing this long enough. You know they're going to give it to Scott Bakula. <laughs> <laughs> or Scott Bayo or some Scotty. One of the Scots. Scott Bakula. He's actually written in the cash That's cab. the only reason yeah. why I had that reference <laughs> oh, in my really? head because yeah. I had been watching episodes Dude, and I just thought, what's a random celebrity? Yeah. Scott Bakula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's such a great guy. He man. seems He like seemed it. really cool on the show. so nice. Yeah. Dude, the cab, for some reason, they got a cab that's fucking 10 years old <laughs> to do as our new cab. It's it's a 2008. I'm like, why? What? We're getting passed so by Uber. Thing. This is like last July in New York. Yeah. It's 105 degrees outside. Yeah. And I've got some contestants and Scott Bakula in the, in the back of the cash cab. Mary fuck kill. Yeah. And it fuck. <laughs> well, I fuck the contestant. Yeah. I'm gonna just hey, look, I love blind dates. Uh, Mary Scott Bakula. Ding 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 ding. 
killed the cab. Yeah. <laughs> the cab killed itself. The fucking cab died. <laughs> First, it overheated and blasted like 110 degree heat into the cab on the hottest day of the year. And then it just went. So they were just sitting there and sweating. And you're and you're, you're nervous. Such a good sport, you know. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. He's just, hey, it's all right. It's okay. It was cool. That's awesome. I'm sure you're talking to the cab like, not in front of Scott Bakula. Yeah, <laughs> come on, cab. We talked about that. Read the room, cab. I'm trying, I'm trying to be friends with Don't Scott Bakula. You know who this is? <laughs> <laughs> it's quantum leap, yeah, dude. That's what we did. We had to do it. We, I, I like leaped into and out of the cab for that one. Oh yeah, that's. I made awesome. them do that. I was like, you guys have to, do that. right? Because when else are you gonna get a chance to? Yeah, do that? totally. That's amazing. Like, I have to leap out, and so, so you walk out and you're like, all right, that went well, but who knows? But and who then, knows? So f- like, forget it. Yeah. As soon as an audition's done, that's the best thing you can do is just completely forget right. about yeah. it. Yeah. Right, because otherwise you could make yourself nuts. Mm-hmm. Six callbacks later, shut up. Whoa. Six callbacks, a, a major background check, yeah, uh, a drug test, a some course s- at the taxi school. Yeah, I was gonna say some sort of driving test and a written test. Yeah, a driving test. All that later it took about six weeks to get through all that. Jeez. I got the job. And, is there any and started hosting the show? Yeah. Is there <laughs> any point during the six callbacks, the driver's test, the background check, where you just want to go? Fuck it. No, it's not worth all this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally. But more than once. Like, okay, this is crazy. How many? I'm going to go back and They do should the same know by now, right? Yeah. 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 But they were, you know, I guess they were being careful and wanted to get it right. And they were worried that uh, guys would get caught up in the background check stuff mm. and have issues that kept them from being able to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so they had it. I think they had it down to a, like a handful of guys that they thought could actually do the job of driving a cab yeah. and hosting a show. They were like, Ben, have you tackled anyone on the first day of school? <laughs> have we you, just need to know. Have you placed Bigfoot <laughs> things <laughs> on the classroom? <laughs> neither here nor there. We just want to know. We just have some oh, questions. I wish those were the things that I was worried about them uncovering. <laughs> those were so not yeah. the things on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> there were a few things. Yeah, yeah sure. You is know. the prep different for every callback? Because I did the show that had about about five, uh, re, you know, coming backs, and same thing right, where right. it was just like taking me out of it. Where I was like, man, I don't. Need, but but you still got to psych yourself up and get to a place to where you're like, I got to deliver again because yeah. yeah, totally. So I mean, yeah, what's, and and that's a that's a big part of. Uh, I realized later. Mm-hmm. That's why they do that to you because when you're yeah. shooting the show, you're going to have to be able to do it right. Right. And when time. you've done it a bunch of times and you're tired of shit and you're like, why the fuck are we still doing this? Yeah. You still have to be able to do it exactly how it's meant to be right. done, right? So yeah, because when, someone's, kinda, yeah, when someone's watching an episode, they don't know that you filmed nine other Cash Cab episodes <laughs> yeah, yeah, that totally. day. It yeah. has to be new and fresh and exciting. Yeah. And yeah. they need to know that, you can, that you'll be able to do it under those circumstances. So. How many do you do a day? Uh, we used to do, in the beginning, we did a lot, uh, mm-hmm. but eventually we kind of got it down to a schedule that was kind of manageable. We would yeah. do six games in a day. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Six games in a day, four days a week. Okay. Instead of the original 12 games a day, oh, six days a week. Jeez. Those, I mean, that was brutal, but that's where the show came from. Yeah. That was the factory that produced the, the you know, the outcome is like the show that runs smoothly. Like, yeah. it took us a while to find it, you know? Do you remember the, the moment where you felt like, oh, this show is becoming a, a part of the zeitgeist and yeah. pop culture? And it's, it's now... I remember when... I remember... I thought you were going to say, do I remember when we uh, had a moment that we thought maybe it had a chance to be a good show? 
sure. I definitely that remember too. that. Uh, but when I realized, it was when people started recognizing me. Right. Yeah. On the street is when I was like, oh, shit, this might... So there was this a, could you know could catch on and be something and to yeah. piggyback on what you just said so there probably was a moment like where you did a certain game or something happened where the yeah. way it clicked for you in the audition you go oh that was a lot of fun everything that this should mm-hmm. be just happened and and if we can Absolutely. do that more yeah yeah I mean we I mean we literally drove around for three weeks doing games and rides and and they were perfect they were good but they you know it was like mm-hmm. what was and it that was like missing. Uh, it just didn't gel. Yeah. I don't think any anything particular was missing, but like the rhythm of it. Yeah, it, that's it fell into place once we had these two women. Uh, we I drove them across town, dropped them on like Houston Street on the Lower East Side, and it was a cliffhanger of a game. Mm-hmm. Like we, no one thought they were going to have a chance of winning because they seemed kind of ditzy, you know. When they got yeah. in, and we were like, "Oh, this is going to be another waste of time," mm-hmm. but they held on by a thread, and they made it all the way across town, and then they got this question that they had no idea what the answer was. They just guessed it at the last second, and they yeah. got it, and everybody went fucking crazy. And wow. then they went for the bonus, and yeah. they doubled it, and they won that. And then it we were, and I just remember we we're all kind of standing around outside after that, looking at each other like, "Holy shit, man! What was that's, that? That's cool. That could be. This could. This show could fucking be something, you know? right?" And that felt really good. That's awesome. I, I mean, now I, I feel like the cat, the cash cab is just in the lexicon. But I mean, when yeah. when you guys start off and you're picking people up and the lights go off, like they don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Oh, they didn't believe me at first. Yeah. That like, it was a TV show. Yeah. How is it? Can you? They break- just thought I was some crazy dude. <laughs> You're on my game show. Yeah. Okay, man. You're on a TV show. They're like, get the fuck out of here. No, really, you are. Like, yeah. Okay, buddy. And they would just get out. Yeah. They're like this guy's nuts. I don't know what he's doing, but I don't want any part of it. <laughs> yeah, how how is it all? So the cameras. Are That's pretty... another reason it was harder in the beginning. <clears throat> yeah, cameras are pretty hidden. Yeah, pretty hidden. Yeah, yeah, because you don't want people seeing the cab from the outside and being right. able to tell that that's yep. the cash cab. Yeah, it's got to look. You know, it's yeah. got to look like a real cab. But... That's completely random. Also, way awesome when it did get to a point where people would get in, and as soon as the light would go off, they were just like, "Fuck yeah!" Ben like, Baylor. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome for me, for my ego, but it made mm-hmm. the sh- it made made it harder to. To get that surprise, you know, right? That is that's what we want is yeah. that reveal where they're like, "Holy shit, it's a cash cab!" So, so yeah. then are the questions being, "Do you have a bunch with you?" Is it being like fed to you? Like I memorize them before each game. Really? Yeah. Oh, but my they re- God. they read them back to me, but I have to know them ahead of time because they're they're like a paragraph. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say they're yeah. long, so and, I have to study them. And and, th- and that and it's like a hard good job. on you, and, yeah, man. Yeah, and it's a quiz show, and uh, I I know from doing game shows on the radio. Like you have to say it exactly correct. You yes. have to say that question exactly correct. Yep. Every time you say it, you uh, you know there there's certain there's certain things that you're not allowed to repeat because then it uh, affects the outcome or something like. Right. Well, they can start. You know. Would yeah. You mind repeating that? Mm-hmm. It's like how many repeats do they get? Yeah. How much more time are they getting? Like all right. that stuff is regulated. Yeah. And it's like federal law because of the because of the quiz, quiz show, show scandal. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Ridiculous. It's yeah. So, so weird. Yeah. There, 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 there's a quiz show in the sixties. In the sixties. Yeah. In is the, this where the movie is based? On? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Where the it, where where it was rigged? So now there's these strict laws. Case and, went to the Supreme Court. Yeah. So game show rules are federal law. Yeah, Damn. which is just <laughs> because weird? of John Turturro. <laughs> <laughs> that's a son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy that you that you memorize those questions because, like I said, mm-hmm. you, you you have to get those exactly right. Like, do you ever just blank and go like, uh, producers? Well, they, they, I mean, they are reading them to me, but okay. What usually happens is I 
the first day back, mm-hmm. I'm like, how, how did I ever do this? I, I <laughs> wow. can't do this. Yeah. Right. But then by the, sort of the end of the day, I go, oh, yeah, okay, I remember. I like, yeah. kind of get my brain in that working in that capacity again. You right. do make it look seamless. And then seamless. they start it. They yeah. start the question in right. my ear, and then I end up finishing it. It's usually how it goes. Got it. You know, so. And have you ever it's had a, a weird time? weird little thing between yeah. myself and the director sure. where he's got to time it right, that he, you know, that he's feed, feeding it to me, but not too quickly, and yeah. and I can then start, and he can, it's like he, it's like every time he's like pushing, I'm a little kid on a, who's riding a bike for the first time, and he yeah. has to just let go. And, wow. Yeah, because you have to read it in a conversational cadence yeah. uh, that sounds, so that they can follow, so that it's not so broken up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that they're so like, that's like a thing that we have to practice, like handing the baton and a. I bet you know it's like we whoever the director is. There's been a handful of them. We yeah. have to we have to work on that a lot to and, get it just right. And now, is there scouting or casting for people you're picking up? I mean, are you driving around and just seeing. I am as removed from that part of things gotcha. as I can be. I mm-hmm. don't know exactly how that part works. I know that the people that I pick up don't know that they're about to be on the show, mm-hmm. and that we have a pretty elaborate setup to. Have a little bit of room to choose, yeah. Who we put in and who we don't, yeah, sure. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not supposed to, for sure, to, yeah. to tell anybody the total yeah, secret. Yeah. I mean, yeah. people know kind of the, the sure, but that, yeah, but out then, there already, yeah. At, but. at the same time, yeah, it, it, and it's more fun just if if it's just like you say, completely random and people are surprised. Yeah, and well, and some of them are. Mm-hmm. We do, we do a certain amount of time every season where we go out. Yeah, and we, and we just randomly pick people up and and see how that goes. Have you had a contestant that has completely just blown your mind and been a? I mean, there's got to be a couple that stick out that the either the amount of cash they won or the the difficulty or the friends or the, the there's a groups obviously sometimes right like yeah groups tend to have the best luck yeah sure because it, you know especially if they're different ages yeah then like, like a family oh, okay. usually does well yeah right parents like will know history and kids politics, know the young stuff kids know pop yeah. culture and, and right. music and all that stuff so. yeah have you ever had a situation where someone won a certain amount of money and you know that that amount of money like changed their life like were, were they were they like oh yeah shit. oh yeah there's plenty yeah. of those yeah where it's you like know, i wasn't often, i wasn't gonna make rent and now yeah, i am yeah there's been a damn a, a bunch of those that's awesome these guys are like you know we gotta go for it <laughs> we gotta go for it if we double it we're gonna be able to stay in our apartment oh, oh my god and we then don't we're yeah you know, and we're I, gonna we're gonna be able to go out and get drunk <laughs> But and then we're not gonna homeless. have anywhere to live. Yeah, <laughs> and then I, I, I'm sure in that scenario, you're you as a human being just goes, "Fuck, get it right." But, yeah, dude, but I just want to give help. them the money. Like, of course yeah. they lost. Here, let me pay your rent. Here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they really pulling yeah. at your. Here, heart let me write you a here. check. Aren't you the continental <laughs> yeah. guy? Wait All a right, yeah. you bankrupted an airline, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Don't you think you've done enough? Yeah. <laughs> Stop trying to help. Uh, where Where do you have your Emmy? Uh, I have uh, I have a. I have more than one. You have four Emmys. I have six Emmys. Six Emmys. Oh Six-time six Emmy Award winner. Ben Which had one. I feel, I feel like such a dick saying that. Fuck you know, no. I'm proud of it. Uh, you but should, I, you should them, be. I have a studio yeah. In, yeah. in my basement. That's where they are. Okay. How I didn't know go- where to put them. It's like, well, it's like you know, it's like because <clears throat> you don't want to be the dick where like as people walk into your yeah. place are like, and these are my Emmys. Yeah, here they are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a guy delivering a package like, what's that? <laughs> ben Bailey, when you go to his home, beats you to <laughs> with his Emmys. So I put them in the, in the studio. They were like in boxes in the basement <clears throat> mm-hmm. until I finished building my studio and then yeah. I put them in there. That's awesome. Because I have a band. I, lo- I, like, I built a studio to record music. Mm-hmm. So other guys, other musicians come over. They're like, "Dude, are those Grammys?" <laughs> You're like, "No, Globe." No, Grammys I lie. The, I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, 
<laughs> yep. This is who you're working with. <laughs> Nervous. <laughs> uh, David Steinberg was involved in the uh, reboot, yeah? He was, yeah. He is a so, pal and been on the podcast. Oh, no his shit. Place, yeah. What a great dude, right? The greatest. Yeah. He's and just so funny. stories. So funny. Stories for days. Yeah. Um, did did he call you personally to tell you that it was coming back? How did that happen? I didn't know him at yeah. that time. Uh, and I'm not completely sure about yeah. how it all went down. Yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. but he loved the show. Yeah. And he's buddies with a guy who's head of Discovery. That helps. Not just Discovery yeah. Channel, but Discovery Communications International. Like, Jeez. So that's, it's like, the dude. It's like 32 networks or something at this yeah. point. It's Jesus. ridiculous. Yeah. Which is awesome. You know, it's yeah. great right. to be a part of that thing. But, uh, but his name is David also. And those two Davids are buddies. And I think that's how it came back. Because that's awesome. Because they uh-huh. both loved Cash Cab. Yeah, and then so at some point, they, you know, one David said to the other, "Hey, let's just do it again." And and it's really funny mm. for me because my father would always say to me that tell me that his favorite comedian mm-hmm. is David Steinberg. No shit. Yeah, and I'd be like, wow. first of all, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I'm your son. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. But so, my, yeah, my I'm dad. right here, Dad. Yeah, yeah I can hear you. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> My dad's favorite comic is Mitch Hedberg, and he tells me that all the time. <laughs> oh, 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 man. And and Dana Gould's father, Dana Gould's father, his favorite comedian is me. Oh, that's no shit. fucking weird. That is because it's justice. like your because it's like your kid is David. <laughs> your kid is Dana Gould. Whose dad am I? His favorite comedian. That, that's the game. I've been looking at this the wrong way. David Spade. <laughs> David Spade. Perfect. <laughs> Sorry, David Spade. <laughs> it's nuts. Uh, and, and and like I'm so glad that when they brought it back they, they, they brought it back with you they didn't like go out and get like a YouTube star or like an Instagram yeah, whatever weird. you know it's like cause cause you really ingrained yourself as as part of that show I truly believe that Thank that you, show man. isn't successful with another host fuck it, it, no it, it's everything that you do as a host that adds to the whole quality of the show. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, man. yeah. And people felt that way when when they first posted that they were going to bring the show back. Yeah, they didn't specify. Uh, all they did was not specify whether I was going to be hosting or not. Okay. And <laughs> you're like, great, thanks, it, guys. It, well, I was like, oh, <laughs> an announcement. Oh, geez, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to give them job. the benefit of the doubt here. Yeah, yeah. They didn't say anything, and I haven't heard anything. And uh, yeah. Internet so, shitstorm. I was just gonna like, say, people went nuts. Good. It's like, like you, you better fucking bring Ben. It Bailey better not back. be Ben yeah. Savage. People, <laughs> yeah. People really went to bat for me. Good. And and it, it was really moving and uh, it was awesome. That's and then some... I got you know. Then they called and were like, "Of course we want you to do it." We were never even considering it. <laughs> Which it, maybe they were. I don't know. But. Yeah. It is pretty uh, amazing how effortless you make. I mean, to be, first of all, I think, you know, you have to be so likable to do a show like that and then quick and articulate and like your banter with people is like, you know, I I really enjoy doing crowd work and I love when I see, you know, it just, any, when I watch like late night hosts, anyone that has to do that and it's like such a specific skill set and to mm-hmm. be able to do that with everything else going on and be thinking of the game and, and all the other factors at, at hand, it's like, it's a truly... Uh, remarkable gift that you have yeah thank you yeah man thanks so much um it's a difficult job it's the hardest it's the most tiring job i ever had way more exhausting to me than like i did you know construction i worked roofing oh for real i did all kinds of i've had like 85 jobs in my life oh that's some of them were manual labor like real you know 
physical stuff, nothing ever wore me out like shooting cash cap. Wow. I'm just done. <laughs> At the end of a season or yeah. a week of it, I just like, I have I'm nothing. Going, I'm going to Vegas. <laughs> I'm usually the guy who's who can like pull it together and go, fuck it, let's go out and have a couple of beers. Yeah. At the end of, one of those days, I like I just go. Got no energy. I just go and lay down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like the dead dog. That I, <laughs> <laughs> I do want to know real quick because it's where I met yeah. you in Vegas. What was the Vegas cash cab? How does that differ from we just did. Uh, we only did a week of the right. of the Vegas ones, and it's because we were nominated. The show was mm-hmm. nominated right. for uh, Emmys, so we went to the and they were in Vegas that year. So we went, and they said, "Well, you guys are all coming. Why don't you bring the cab? We want to we want to use the cab in the open, yeah. right? Right. Of, for the for the daytime Emmy Awards. Nice. And we we're like, okay, so we shipped. Well, that's the, right. You had daytime Emmy people. You were doing right. We shipped the cab to Vegas. <laughs> No one drove it. We FedExed the fucking cab. No, no shit. We FedExed the cab to Vegas. What were you saying? Well, uh, didn't one of their daytime stars? You did some. Yeah, uh, yeah, we right? did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So at the and Vegas performers and right. Yeah. yeah so that. Oh yeah, for the games. Yeah. Uh, in the cab, um, it was all like the acts from the casino. The, the wow, big so acts. Got, so it was all like charity stuff, and it was all prearranged. Wayne we had, like, Newton. We Carrot had, Top. <laughs> we had Carrot Top and Louis yes. Anderson oh, together. They did like a planes, trains, and automobiles Why? thing where they both try to get into the same cab. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, do, now do your Louis Anderson. <laughs> yeah, that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your Scott Thompson? Yeah. Here's, here's my Scott Bakula. I'm having impression. <laughs> Wait, so they worked as a team? Yeah, those guys were in the cab together. That's amazing, and they were both super nice. Yeah, uh, That's everybody great. was. Yeah, and we had like Paul Rodriguez. We we had people that had a, a show going on at the mm-hmm. time. Like we did Showgirls. We had some people from Cirque du Soleil. Nope. But the, I think the funniest thing of all of it was what they wrote for the open of the daytime Emmys. Here's the here's the sketch. It's mm-hmm. me driving the cash cab. Okay, Eric Estrada in full chips gear pulls me over. Yes, please. All right. Uh, and he comes up, and I put the put the window down, and I go, "What'd you pull me over for?" And he goes, "I want an autograph." And I go, "Oh, you want an autograph?" And he goes, "Not from you, from them." And then we reveal that Cheech and Chong are sitting in the back <laughs> of the cash cab because <laughs> they were nominated for something. Yeah. I love that. Uh, and then I go, "What about me?" And he goes, "You, I'm giving you a ticket." And I go, a ticket for what? And he goes, for the 34th annual daytime. That's the open of the show. <laughs> that's unbelievable. It was so hilarious. He kept forget he kept fucking up his line. He kept <laughs> He's got- I'd be like, a ticket for what? He'd be like, for the God damn it, <laughs> cocksucker <laughs> motherfucker. And he's walking back to the <laughs> motor show. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing that we're doing this for. Dude, it was so that- funny. <sighs> one time uh- I go, a ticket for what? And he just goes. He just, he couldn't say anything. Just slowly turns into the camera. It's amazing he hasn't worked more. It was, Uh, it was so fun, man. It was so funny. And he was a great dude. How does, uh, how does being a game show host on such a popular game show affect your stand-up? Like, is it sort of like the Bob Saget effect where Pete, like people are expecting one person and then like. Like, it, it is a little, yeah. It's to a to a lesser degree, yeah. Because well, my act isn't uh, no, as, not. as dirty as yeah. as Bob's act right, or right, whatever. Right. But uh, it's definitely a different thing. It, it and it cha- It forced me to change my stand up. Really, I used to come out and say, "So the rule is, if you screw up just one too many job interviews, you become a stand up comedian." 
and I would do my whole act like mm-hmm. that, and that voice oh, gee, deliver the whole thing that way. Good night and good luck. And then, yeah, <laughs> kind of very much like that. Yeah. And then, uh, so all my bits kind of were tailored to that. And I, but then, Cash Cab fans would come out, and they'd be like, "Why is he? What is he doing? We want. Right, we want why is he talking like that? Yeah, yeah. And, and it wouldn't. It would make things weird. So I just had to like, on the fly, just kind of change it up. Wow. And it's really funny. Now, it's kind of creeping back in a little bit. <laughs> well, because now you can kind of parody yourself. Yeah. And yeah. I, well, if I don't do it all like full time. Right. But I sort of slip into it a little. Then, they, yeah. then yeah. they're like, oh. And it and it, it's kind of cool. It's like putting on an old set, you know, suit of armor or something. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, okay. I remember this. Yeah. This shit is funnier if I say it like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I don't have to write as well. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like, I'm so glad it's back. And thank you, Mary. People, people can go on Discovery Now, the app, right? Yeah. And or then dis- uh, is it now or is it Discovery Go? It's gonna be Discovery. It's Discovery something. <laughs> Whatever the app is. Uh, and Ben Bailey live and uncensored. Your special um, available Amazon, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then and then and, and, go. and on my website. Thank you, Mary. Hell yeah. yeah. That then, one's all me. I produced, directed. For real? Everything. Where'd you shoot it at? Yeah. At Up in Chicago. Yeah, nice. it looked like a dope venue. It's a great spot, man. Fantastic. It was. They don't do stand-up there anymore. but ah. Yeah, it sucks. But uh, And then go follow you on all the social medias and all your tour dates and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm Real Ben Bailey. Yeah. Real Ben Bailey on all social media. And then and your uh, podcast, you, Tall But True. Tall But True. Yeah, we haven't done new ones in a while, but okay. we're going to do some new ones this fall. Yeah, you got to. I, I don't think I'm allowed on that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the tales, not about the guests. Oh, okay, good. I was like, oh, Tall But True. I, do, I, do, I, do, I, do I show up and there's a bouncer like, nah. No, <laughs> you sorry, can't podcast bouncer. <laughs> the tagline is that uh, with, with, the tales might sound tall, but they are true. Oh, okay. So it's oh, like we're, we, telling, it's, we're telling stories, basically. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. I they might sound tall, but they're real stories. And you do it out of... Uh... We do it out of my studio in my house. Cool. Where the Emmys are. <laughs> Mic drop. winner. <laughs> Fuck you. Mic drop. Here are my Emmys. <laughs> it is weird that you brought them to the podcast, I have to say. I know. Like, <laughs> I can't help it. I, I carry him down the street with me. <laughs> I put one as a hood ornament on my car. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> show. That's the show. Thanks for tuning in. We had laughs and stories. Now go listen to more episodes on iTunes or your phone. Subscribe and tell your family and everyone you know. But what should I tell them? Well, you can just tell them. subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, 
Get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice.